The film and TV show is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. Well, short version. Not dead. Oh no, you Oh yes. Oh my god. I'm not quite. You died, you jumped off a roof. No. You're dead. No, I'm quite sure I checked. Excuse me. Welcome back to the land of the living. Good evening and welcome to the film and TV show with me, Richard S. And with me, as always, is is Alex. Hello. As always, I'm just like that bad itch you can't get rid of. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Um, as you can tell from the uh, the very sombre moving into the very ludicrous uh, intro there, we are talking about... Resurrected, yep, or resurrected? No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, we are talking about films and TV shows that we would love to see resurrected and what we would do with them. Yeah, um, which is why I kind of threw in the um, the mariachi thing at the end because it reminds me very much of the Land of the Living from Book of Life. Hence, mm. why I thought yeah. I'd throw that in there. You know. Just because it's a little bit different and people wouldn't be expecting a mariachi band to come on after Welcome Back to the Land of the Living. <laughs> so, you know, just thought I'd throw that in there for a little bit of difference. So, um, so yeah, this evening I am in my usual garb. I have my film and TV show hoodie, <laughs> my film and TV show um, sweatshirt, and I have my Wayne Stock t-shirt underneath. So, uh, yes, and I'm wearing my badge and I can't see yours. Yeah, uh, I'm wearing my uh, leather jacket today, not my hoodie, so unfortunately Shocking. my badge is at home. But uh, blame it on the weather, it's a bit too cold. It is for a bit a... chilly, it is a bit chilly. I'm wearing a hoodie though. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> I'm not a walking billboard though yet. <laughs> no, this is true, this is very, very true. Um, if you are listening on the podcast, thank you very, very much. You guys are awesome. If you could leave us a message uh, and a review, that would be amazing. If you aren't following us on Twitter, please do, at the FTV Show. Uh, Facebook is FTV Show and Instagram is Film and TV Show as well. We're also launching this weekend submissions for our film festival, Lowdown Film Festival, based in at home in Peterborough. That's H-O-L-M-E in Peterborough, and that's going to be amazing. We've got some awesome stuff coming up for you guys um, for the film festival. So if you are listening you do kind of dabble in film work and you want to mm. stick a couple of films for submission... We'll be posting a link on the Lowdown Twitter, uh, which is at LowdownFF, so you can find it on there. Um, all of my garb is done by the awesome Sorella Print, so if you need any personal stuff, uh, go and speak to Louise at Sorella Print. She's massively busy, which is amazing. That's um, good. She's also one of the sponsors for the Lowdown Film Festival as well, so she's doing our crew mm. t-shirts, which is awesome. Yeah, so... Resurrected. So, it's been a, it was a difficult one, you know, because well, when we were talking about mm. it last week, we were like, what can we do? And then you were like, I know, let's let, let's talk about this, let's do this or let's do something else. And the other thing we're going to do for next week's show yes. is going to be amazing. It's um, going to be but cool. We will talk about that at the very, very end of the mm-hmm. show. But it's resurrected, so there are loads and loads and loads of films and TV shows that I wish yeah. would, would have carried on. Yeah, there's a lot of um, good stuff that, for whatever reason, uh, it really didn't get the either the publicity or just the recognition uh, it was even like, um, I'll bring this up, uh, nice and early, Firefly. Uh, sometimes it's just, 
you know it's the right show but at the wrong time and it just goes completely un- unnoticed yeah. and uh fans cry out for it later and uh, they get like serenity which was a pretty pretty good movie in my book yeah it wasn't you know what it wasn't a bad movie actually and i thought it was it, it was a nice kind of goodbye to the fans i mm. think um, it would have been nice if there. I mean, I I never watched Firefly. I watched the film. I watched Serenity, and I loved it. I thought it was great. Mm. Um, I watched Serenity first, uh, and I even went to the cinema. I don't know why, but I <laughs> I remember I paid money at the cinema to go and see it. Really enjoyed it. Completely didn't understand like some of it because uh, there are parts of that that do rely on you having seen the TV series, or I think just helps uh, make you uh, understand it better. Um, once you have seen the TV series, but yeah, it was uh, Andy um, who like sat me down and showed me Firefly TV series, and yeah, it was it was really good. It had the same sort of uh, you know witty humor throughout it, and just really enjoyable to watch. Certainly not the same sort of budget, but uh, no, no, definitely uh, definitely quality to watch, and then uh, finish off with the feature. Feature film, absolutely, and just quickly <coughs> sidestepping a very little bit. If uh, if you haven't seen on our Twitter, there is a picture of both Alex and Andrew now introducing mm. you all to the world and the world <laughs> to you two, Ugh. so that uh, everyone can see who you are and put a face to a voice. Um, to and I'm sure, <laughs> well, I, I'm sure our thirty plus thousand subscribers would love to have seen what you look like, and I think they have now, which is nice. So anyway, going back to it. So did you want to start off with Firefly? Because I'll be honest, I've never watched it. So for me, it'll be completely like, or is there something else you wanted to crack into first? No, let's let's continue with Firefly because it is on my list. And um, I definitely think that we've now uh, had the sort of slightly bigger budget uh, TV shows uh, that have been released. You know, Game of Thrones, Battlestar Galactica, uh, even The Walking Dead has a pretty good budget. A lot of them are all HBO, and I think they seem to have cottoned on to the fact that people don't necessarily always want to go out to cinema to watch something brand new and something that looks good. Yeah. Uh, And they want to just sit in their homes and maybe tune in every week or catch up on, like, catch-up TV uh, to find out what's happening and to enjoy a storyline that continues rather than um, what has recently been a thing with serialization of TV series like Big Bang Theory yeah. and Friends and yeah. things like that where it's just like an episode that is completely disjointed from anything else it's just a laugh um, but yeah I think we're, we're seeing a comeback of these sort of shows we've got Britannia coming out um, we have that's Vi- meant to look really really good actually yeah. that's meant to be really really good uh, we've got things like Vikings on uh, Amazon Prime Uh like really really sort of big um expensive shows and i just think now would be the perfect time for joss whedon to pick up an old project uh the actors themselves that have been in firefly and serenity um they're quality actors and they don't seem to be doing much work at this current time so bring them all back uh or if not uh, uh well a few of them died in serenity but you know depending on whether you want to class that as well, yeah. you know like um a sort of spin off like maybe not in a, in an actual yeah. continuity sort continuity thing but uh it's completely up to them how they do it but i just think the world's great for exp- well the universe that they built in firefly and serenity is great for exploring they could do far more storylines in it and i'd just love to see the characters again because they did really sort of mesh well and interact with each other and i know there's a whole host of fans out there as well that uh, agree- 
agree fairly similarly that um, you know they want to see more. But where would you take it though? I mean, having never seen the end of the second series, I wouldn't really know kind of kind of where you would take it. To be honest, I mean, if you were to take it from the end of the film, mm. then you've got you know you've got kind of a little flat point to start with. But then yeah. if you take it from the end of the season, <laughs> well, in the end of the season, it's uh, well, I'll say that basically without spoiling too much uh, of the series or the film. Um, basically, the film seems as though it could be set directly after the series or it could be a couple of years down the line. Um, there's a little bit of um, sort of time lapse and slight continuity mm. uh, issues within the film uh, about the series because you see at the very beginning uh, River's escape uh, with her brother um, and that sort of picked up by... Uh, and feels very sort of immediate response of she's been captured uh, and then she's rescued and then the chase is on from that point. Whereas in the series, it's quite a sort of uh, much calmer aspect, like they occasionally um, go on the run uh, and things like that. But uh, so you've got enough leeway that if you did a second season, you could set it after the um, first season, uh, but before the movie and have a sort of build up until the movie mm. or you could do it uh, the alternate way which is build off of the movie yep. in which case you wouldn't get Alan Tudyk back as no, um, you wouldn't, the yeah. pilot because he was unfortunately spoiler alert killed yep. um, but uh, yeah I think there's a lot you could do with it but where where you could base it off of the movie uh, the interesting thing is you could introduce newer characters into it to replace the pilot to yeah. replace some of the crew members that died uh, and just sort of go with that and move it on forwards in case that the old some of the old cast didn't want to actually return. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I mean, having never seen the see the series, if I'm mm. to do my on my to do list, uh, <laughs> I've just finished Black Mirror, so it's on my it is on my to do mm. list. Um, but yeah, I mean, it it you could I, I would say probably take it from the end of the film to be honest, and in, and. Adding new people. I mean, yeah. I know Nathan Fillion is he's desperate to do it, isn't he? He's trying to get it back off the ground because mm. people want it. People want to see it. You know, they want to do it. One that I do want to, um, I do want to talk about is Fringe. Fringe. Yeah. Have you ever seen Fringe? Uh, a couple of episodes when it was in, uh, initially brought out, but I okay. hear basically over the course of the series, I believe they completely did like a one eighty in terms of what it was meant yeah, to be. Yeah, it was. It's just mental. So for those of you that have never seen Fringe. It's um, it's basically about uh, like an FBI agent who gets assigned to um, these cases that are not like anything you ever see. And her name is Olivia Dunham, and um, played by the amazing Anna Torv, I must say. Anna Torv does an amazing job, and she's paired with um, Pacey from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> not is it? Yeah, it's Pacey from Dawson's uh, Creek. Joshua yeah. Jackson. Yeah, Joshua Jackson, um, who plays the son. Uh, Peter Bishop, uh, who is, whose father basically worked with Mr. Spock, Leonard Nimoy, to create all these fringe events, basically. that They come from what they initially did, which was travel between universes. Um, I won't spoil what happened, but um, Walter Bishop, who is probably the main character, played by John Noble, who is phenomenal. Um, mm. And people will know John Noble from Lord of the Rings, <clears throat> not the real trilogy. Um and uh, a few other a few other things as well. Yeah, he played um, Denethor in uh, Lord of the Rings, wasn't he? Yep, not the real trilogy though. 
anyway. Um, Are you talking about the cartoon trilogy? No, I'm talking about trilogy in general. Okay. Yeah. If you watch Clerks, you'll know. Yeah. Uh, you could be down with Clerks. So, um, so yeah, so John Noble plays Walter Bishop and uh, loads of stuff goes on and uh, there's loads of like mental stuff that goes on, you know, mental manipulation, physical manipulation, travelling between universes. Um, and then it gets a little bit silly and uh, I don't want to spoil it too much, but there's, in one of the seasons it starts, it kind of goes off the rail with these people called the Observers. And they're basically people from the very, 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 very far future who come back and can only observe what's going on, like mm. time uh, things, you know, like uh, JFK getting shot, yeah, um, or the f- uh, the fall of the Berlin Wall, yeah, that sort of stuff. But they decide enough is enough, and at this particular juncture, come and take over the world, basically, and change the future. Um, Weird. And then at the end of the series, it goes back to that particular moment in time where that doesn't actually happen. And I would love to see it kind of move forward with um, with the characters in where they're going the next step because there is a there is a young child now involved, and I would love to see how kind of whether the fringe events would continue because mm. you don't actually know whether they continue or not. Mm. It just kind of stops dead. And it's like, ah. Oh. Well, that's a bit harsh. I stayed up until two o'clock in the morning to watch the two-hour finale. Oh. And I got to the end of it, and I was like, the hell was that? Well, where's the rest of it? There's like millions of unanswered questions, you know. Yeah, there there are shows like that that just, they get their like funding cut, and uh, suddenly suddenly they just leave you on a cliffhanger, and you're like, so am I, am I going to learn what they were doing with the, with the last bit? Yeah. There? See, I, yeah. I would love to see. I would love to see where where the main characters go from here and where they go from the the future that didn't happen, not happening. But is, is there still fringe events? Do they still continue? Mm. Are they still going on? If they are, why are they still happening? What What's going on? How can they be... Uh, how can they still be going on? What's going on with all the, the, the flipping time travel and stuff that goes on and all the um, other bits? It's, it's just very, very random. And it, it's very hard for me sitting here right now and not being able to spoil it. If you haven't seen it, I would recommend actually that you watch it and persevere through um, a couple of the, the latter seasons because it gets a little bit kind of like uh, convoluted and mm. uh, they probably couldn't didn't have to do as much detail as they did. They could have kind of cut it, cut a lot of it out. It was all kind of padding, but I would definitely love to see kind of how it goes with that because with Fringe, there's so much more they could have touched on and so much more they could have done with it. And I think... The cast were were really really strong, especially um, Joshua Jackson and Anna Torf. They were really really mm. good, and John Noble was as well. John Noble was was phenomenal, um, and it's amazing that him and Anna Torf are both strong uh, Australian accented actors, and yet they put on better American actors uh, accents than Joshua Jackson. But he is American, and so. he is American. But they're not; they're Australian, <laughs> and their their accents better than his. It's really, really bizarre. I don't know whether that's just how they wanted to make it, but there was a lot of backstory built into um, to each of them, and they weren't they were pursued, and but they didn't come to logical closure points. They were kind of left a little bit ambiguous. Which, like you say, funding could have been cut. I would have mm. loved to have seen after that particular bit what would happen next, and mm. I I would imagine because I don't want to spoil it. I would imagine that that the family unit that that is there 
continues and Olivia and Peter continue going on to uh, look at fringe events. Um, the child grows up and also becomes a fringe agent. That would be very, very good. <laughs> you just want like a continuation like forever. <laughs> no, but I, what I want to see is I want to see... I want to see kind of an overall conclusion to to all of them because mm. they all have a link and whilst that link is severed, there would still be remnants. Like with anything, you still have remnants and I'd mm. like to have seen it maybe one more season just kind of looking at those remnants as they're kind of fading away but also setting up a happy ending or a happier ending mm. so that everything's been tied up in a nice little bow because there are so many other things that haven't been tied up yet, like the alternate universe, that's not been tied up. You've got a couple of um, people on this universe that wasn't tied up. They were kind of left a little bit out there. You've got the child, which is kind of like, okay, brilliant, but let's, uh, where are we going with that? Mm. You know, yes, we've seen that. We've seen what happens from this point if the observers come back. But I'd like to also see what would happen about the observers, whether that actually went... I can't spoil it, unfortunately, mm. but needless to say, when you if you do watch it, and I do highly suggest that you do, and you watch it, you kind of had the same thoughts as me. It's kind of like, oh, come on, seriously, you need to really, really close this off because you, you've left it wide open, and so, you've just kind of it's it's like a freight train hitting a wall. So would you would you say that you'd want uh, another season, or would you like I a would feature only... film? No, no, because then they will go down the Stargate route, SG One route, and I don't want that because that was just cheese fest. That was just well, there ridiculous. were spooks that also did a movie, uh, and that seemed to... yeah, but that weren't that great either. It wasn't that great, but it still wasn't too bad. Yeah, I, I would so... rather one more season. I think ten episodes, ten hours would be mm. enough to tie it up in a nice little bow. When you look at the aftermath of what's happened, because the very, very ending, it's kind of like a, a complete anticlimax. Mm complete anticlimax and the ramifications of that isn't touched on and I know it's because it's done by J.J. Abrahams and it was done just off the back of him doing Lost so he's gone down the same route of ooh <laughs> let's leave it like this ooh oh, and that. it's like oh J.J. but at the same time you could end up with uh, a fringe ending just like the Lost ending yeah <laughs> and we, we all know how bad that was yeah well that was horrific but um, I, I would love to see maybe one more season of Fringe just to tie everything up in a I little think- bow think for firefly i'd like to either see just a a continuation of series to see how how well they're like um taken on by the general public and like mm. see how popular they are they are and then if again it starts to wane another feature film just to wrap that up as well yeah because it can, it can but you can do like yeah that. and you can bet your bottom dollar that nathan fillion would get jump yeah. all over that absolutely jump all over it okay so um i'm gonna play some music um with a couple of little uh, quotes thrown in as well and we will be talking about this particular franchise when we come back we're Team USA gathered from all across America and we're going to stick together you know why? because we are ducks and ducks fly together that's right Jan. and just when you think they're about to break apart ducks, ducks fly, fly together. together and when the wind blows hard and the sky is black ducks fly together and when the roosters are crowing and the cows are spinning circles in the pasture? Okay. Uh, ducks fly together! And when everyone says it can't be done, ducks fly together.
Hi, I'm Holly Dempsey. You're listening to the film and TV show with Richard S. skipping in that i don't know what happened there but it just kind of jumped so apologies for that um but yes if you don't know what that is then give shame you a head on of, you yes absolute shame <laughs> i am the woman shame shame yeah. shame from game of thrones you should know that that is of course disney's mighty ducks and yes it is a disney film yes. and it's one of the best disney films <laughs> well possibly one of emilio estevez's uh finest uh performances as well yeah more than likely yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, the Mighty Ducks, and obviously you you have the three films. You have the original Mighty Ducks when yep. they go from District Five to the Ducks. Yep. You've then got when they are Team, Team USA, USA and they become <laughs> Team USA Ducks or the USA Ducks. And then the third one is when they go to college and they play at Eden Hall and they play against the Eden Hall varsity team uh, and they change their name mm-hmm. to the Eden Hall Ducks. Surprisingly, yeah. And it kind of ends <laughs> on that, and it's a little bit kind of mer. And this is the one that I'm this really is, like. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, we're both <laughs> like shaking right yes, now. Yes, because this is just brilliant. I will let you throw out your okay. theories first because okay. I know you've done a lot more research into it than me. But I just so, go on. <laughs> yeah, this is oh, this is bringing all uh, all kinds of childhood memories back in the best ways. There are two ways that I can see doing this move, uh, bringing the Mighty Ducks back to the big screen. Uh, one is my personal preference, which is bringing the old actors uh, that played the kids back 
and I want uh, Joshua Jackson back as uh, Charlie Conway. Hell yeah. Uh, I want... Um, oh, Got to have Eldon Henson yeah, back Eldon as... Eldon Henson as... Uh, I forgot his character Fulton name. Reed. Yeah, Fulton Reed. I want uh, Dean Portman. You know, all the ducks that that want to be there. Adam Banks. Uh, yeah. I think his name is Daniel yeah. Caruso or something. Something like that. You've got Guy yeah. Germain. Guy Germain. But uh, just generally bringing all the older actors back, getting them back in skates... And saying, uh, for instance, that there's been an NHL lockout or something, a team's team's gone on strike, uh, and they need to find like anyone with any form of skating profession uh, to just quickly make a team. They don't expect it to do well, but obviously, you know, you get you get the team back together. They start training, they get in shape, and they just go out there and kick some ass. Now and- I can definitely tell you've watched Goon Last of the Enforcers. Yeah, yeah, I, I have watched that recently and that has affected me slightly. Um, but there's also so many things you could do with it. You could bring back old villains and uh, like, um, what's the, uh, was it Gunther was the enemy on? Uh, in uh, the Team USA one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who was like the main like the main The main Iceland. Iceland one, yeah. Yeah, you could have him as uh, one of the few players that wants to continue playing it uh, on the team or something. So he's still like professional uh, you could have Adam Banks maybe has gone on to be a professional hockey player in some form of league, and there, there, uh, you know, there's a few of them that are training. I would even consider having uh, Charlie Conway not as a team member, but actually becoming a coach and following in, um, uh, following in his mentor's footsteps of yeah. like coaching the Ducks and getting them Gordon back to Bombay. Show, yeah, Gordon Bombay, and um, getting them back in shape and everything and. You know, uh, teaching them how to fly in a V again. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. And like seeing, um, you know, it's all well and good seeing like kids skate against each other. Uh, There were some really impressive skating moves on the impossibly long uh, (laughs) ice rinks that they used to, uh, uh, that they used in the movie. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just love to see proper hockey uh, with like fully grown adults and then just learning how to be the ducks and maybe even introducing the Anaheim Ducks as as you know they're a real team and we Well that's could... what they did in the in the second one wasn't it? Yeah. Or the end of the first one or something that they did the, introduce I think uh, it was the beginning of the second one. Yeah, they did introduce the the Anaheim Ducks cuz um now obviously people out there can tell me if I'm wrong but I believe that the Anaheim Ducks actually took their name after after the first film. The first film. Yes. Yeah, this is this is correct. Uh, they were Disney endorsed. Um, they basically were able to purchase the ne- uh, the name from Disney at some some uh, cost. I think. Yeah, I would imagine it cost them an arm and a leg with Disney, but yeah. Um, but yes, I believe there's. Uh, they still even use all of the theme tunes for the Ducks in their home stadium to this day. And uh, nice. I think a lot of stadiums actually use a lot of the uh, music from uh, from the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, but I just. I really want to see the old cast back, and and there's there is an alternate way of doing this, which is to basically just completely reboot it. Maybe have uh, Joshua Jackson playing Gordon Bombay just as a nod, uh, and then having a br- brand new child actors, uh, you know, portraying the ducks because you've got yeah. amazing child actors out there at the moment. You've got uh, people like Finn Wolfhard. Well, you've only got to take the kids from Stranger, Stranger Things. Things, yeah. <laughs> You know, Stranger just, Things, Game of Thrones. There's like, there's a whole host of kids out there that uh, are amazing actors, and yeah. uh, it would just 
I think it, you could do it that way, but I would really prefer to see it as the adults coming back for one last hurrah. Yeah, see, now that would be great because you could go down the lines of, um, you know, they've come back. Uh, I mean, Elden Henson isn't as spelt as he <laughs> used to be. But that's part of the comedy, though. You yeah, could have, exactly. like, the... I'm not as uh, I'm not as uh, in shape as I was like 20 years ago, and they could yeah, and the they rest. could get in shape. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. They could be going through their paces. I mean, um, Joshua Jackson is still quite slim and quite well built anyway mm. as an as, you know as an adult now. So so that would kind of fit into that that storytelling. But I I would love to see them go out in like one last hurrah, bring them all back together again. The, you know, bring everyone back from uh, from. Team USA, you know the, and, uh, the crazy you, Texan lad. And do you uh, want to know uh, an awesome thing that I've I looked into the NHL rules about? You can have female goalies on teams. Yeah. So you could bring her back. You uh, could you could bring back cat. Cat. Yeah. yeah. The, or the cat. Uh, oh, something the cat Gaffney. Yeah. I can't think what her first name was, and that's going to really annoy me now. Oh, yeah, that's going to bug. But me. yeah, but Julie. It, Julie, Julie the, the cat, cat Gaffney. Gaffney. That's right. But I would prefer to have Goldberg in goal. Yeah. You've got to have Goldberg in goal because he was just, he, he was awful, but he actually got, <laughs> he always seemed to get good right at the end of every film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was strange. Like uh, he would either like rise to the occasion or Julie would have to take over at the final. Yeah. But she went out as an outfield player, didn't she? Yeah. She was, yeah, she was the, cold off the bench. Yeah. Yeah. In the second one, she went out, or was it Goldberg that went out? One of them went out as an outfield player and scored like, the the tie-in goal or whatever mm. but you know that would be great if if they did have it I, I wouldn't feel comfortable if they did a reboot and had joshua jackson play in the gordon emilio estevez yeah. gordon bombay role because i think whilst a nice little nod that's basically just doing the same shit storm that they did in ghostbusters yeah but you and know I, that's how hollywood operates at the moment so i wouldn't what making every, every film all female and ruining it yeah brilliant <laughs> no just like um well to be fair, if if I was uh, if it was Hollywood doing this, I know exactly what they'd do. They'd uh, cast a female as the Gordon Bombay character yep. uh, and make it quite jokey. And they uh, would and they would change the Charlie one into a female, and well, because yeah. it was all male dominated. What they'll do is they'll change all the males to females, all the females to males, <laughs> and make it edgy and cool and ruin the hell out of it because that's what they do. And and then when people say no, that's crap, they start screaming all the. The, the, the diatribe yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll step away from we'll that we'll step away of, from uh, that yeah that, thing that could be that could be that could be a completely different podcast <laughs> exactly <laughs> one where we lose all of our subscribers yes absolutely <laughs> but anyway it, it, i would love to see them all come back for one last hurrah whether yeah. it be because of a lockdown or whether it be because they're doing kind of like an all-star type thing and they want to bring back stars of the past yeah exactly like the rambo uh story in uh rambo 4 yeah um not, me, not Rambo Four, uh, Balboa, the, no, the newest one. No, that's Rocky. You just mean you just mean Rambo. It's just called Rambo. No, 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 not Rambo. I meant Rocky. Ugh. You mean Creed, like Creed or not Creed, but the one before that? Oh, just Balboa. One... Yeah, Balboa. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry, I just completely. Yeah, uh, you just you were just getting Sylvester Stallone characters mixed up. It's, it's which it's, is easy because they yeah. all sound and look the same, and <laughs> they all have the same sort of beginning, Character. middle, and end. But yeah. Yeah, anyway, but yeah, yeah I, I was meaning mean. in the fact that. You know, everyone's saying, "Oh, look, uh, Balboa can't can't you know uh, fight at this sort of age, and he comes." But he back does anyway, does. yeah. And it would be great if you know, for some weird random reason, say the like a sports newscaster just says, "Oh, yeah, the ducks, the ducks suck." 
or something like that. And yeah, and they, they can just, just bring them back. Yeah, to prove them wrong. See, I, see you've got to remember that they were Team USA. So at one point, they represented their country. Yeah. So there must be some way that they could go around. And I would love to see that, then pull on put on the, uh, the, the USA Ducks jersey. Because I think out of the three, the three jerseys that they had, I actually liked that one better. Because that's the same jersey that they used for the Eden Hall Ducks, which is the mm. white... White with the big, with the, with yeah. the big duck um, and the the hockey mask and the the cross two sticks. yeah the cross sticks a bit and, like a pirate yeah yeah, we, yeah which you can find in most Primark stores now anyway yeah I've, I've got um, one of those. yeah you've got one <laughs> I tried I tried to get older one but they all sold out when I went to go and get one but something like that because I like that jersey I thought yeah. that was the best I I did like the the green you ducks could, jersey I did like that yeah, it was all right it, but it wasn't professional so no 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 it no, didn't no. look like Oh my god, that's that's cool. It looked like someone had just gone down to down to a charity shop, just bought a load of stuff and stuck good ducks on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, I I've, I've just got this image in my head of you know how everyone's releasing teaser trailers for things. Yeah, yeah. just imagine like the the um the noise from We Will Rock You, just the the uh, yeah, the we, yeah, like the We Will Quack You or uh, whatever. Yeah, and then close ups of like people putting on like hockey pads. And like the final thing is just the uh, scene of someone pulling a jersey on, and when they pull it down, but it's it, ducks. On it the would back. have to be Goldberg, and yeah, then you and, then, and then you just pans up, and they just go Goldberg, and then it just stops because he obviously farts a lot, and it just stops. No, no, you, oh, well, no come you, on, that would be. You awesome. could do that for the main trailer at the uh, at the end, but for like the teaser, it's just like all like power. With just yeah, just like a ducks jersey go over. Doom, doom, yeah, see, now that would be awesome. See, we, we see th- this is why we should be in Hollywood. Yeah, because yeah. we could totally do it better than them schmucks could do. It. <laughs> but anyway, that's by the by. So before we go into a musical break, um, I'm just going to quickly play this because you asked me specifically yes. for this. Yes, I did. So I will, I will let you talk about this before we go into our main musical break. But Alex is desperately, desperately mm-hmm. wanting to resurrect this. One thousand years ago. Superstition and the sword ruled. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of gargoyles. Stone by day, warriors by night. We were betrayed by the humans we had sworn to protect, frozen in stone by a magic spell for a thousand years. Spell is broken, and we live again. We are defenders of the night. We are gargoyles. Classic eighties TV there. We are gargoyles. Yes, and I will let you because you were you were desperate. You yes. were kind of like I, I could feel you shaking at the, shaking at the air bit to do it over Facebook. Yeah, um, this was uh, as soon as I said to you about the theme, uh, I started thinking about things from my childhood. One of them was Mighty Ducks, uh, and the second one was another Disney franchise called Gargoyles, and I absolutely lived for this as a kid. I um, I had all the figurines. I I just yeah this is um this is one of the few uh, cartoon shows for kids that was just sublimely uh sort of adult in the way it treated the uh 
the property. It was kind of goofy. It was basically gargoyles uh, coming alive at night uh, when the sun sets. They uh, they break free from their stone forms uh, and they go on like loads of different sort of adventures and things. But it was just the uh, the tone of the entire uh, cartoon was just so gothic and so sort of uh, menacing at points. It was uh, <laughs> it was really incredible and. It's always stuck with me, and it influenced uh, a lot of my art style in terms of the way I draw and uh, some yeah. of the art that I do for recreational uh, recreational purposes. And I just... The cartoon itself fizzled out uh, fairly, fairly early on. Um, they had a few seasons, but I think they got sort of stuck for ideas because, you know... Um, with cartoons it, it does get a bit repetitive and a bit samey and because mm. they had uh, so many decent voice actors uh, in it it was um, actually su- probably costing them quite a bit of money to make the show as well because they had the likes of uh, obviously Goliath was played by Keith David yeah, uh, who's a renowned actor you had um, Jonathan Frakes in there as Xanatos I know right <laughs> uh, from Star Trek uh, I think there was uh, Demona was played by another uh, Deanna Troy from Star Trek was Demona. Yeah, I think it was Marina Theatis. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, it was just really awesome uh, to watch. And obviously, uh, I went through a uh, well. I think every uh, adult male at some point or uh, goes through like a, a gothic phase, and it's like yeah, darkness and winged beasts and gargoyles, and it's it's a classic early teens phase. Um, but yeah, I, I was thinking about uh, what I'd do to bring this back because it's a great property and the last thing I want is for this to end up in Michael Bay's hands and it's suddenly shaky cam and explosions everywhere. Or it's just like Transformers. Yeah, yeah, basically that. (laughs) (laughs) But I I went through and I just sort of uh, grabbed a few names that I cast alongside them uh, of the modern ones. So uh, straight away, Xanatos, uh, I'm doing a feature film here okay, uh, just to introduce the concept of Gargoyles again. But uh, Xanatos is the main bad guy. And I'd like him to be played by uh, Nicolaj Costavaldo. Who uh, is... Um, Jamie uh, Lannister. Jamie Lannister, yeah, from yeah. Game of Thrones. Um, for Goliath, I would either have to cast um, Gerard Butler. Uh, Why, because he's a brooding shummer bitch. Yeah, and he's got the physicality for it and like yeah. the deeper voice. Or I'd cast Rory McCann, who nah, is... Nah, Gerard Butler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for Demona, Rachel Weiss, just because it's the similar sort of age and yeah. she's got that... She's got that look, yeah. That look. Um, for a couple of the other gargoyles, I've got people like... Um, I wanted Nick Frost in it. Okay, uh, yeah. Because some comedy would be great. But then you can get Edgar Wright to direct. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you see through my plan so easily. I do. Um, Dominal Gleeson, Sam Claffin, just some younger actors that, you know, they've been supporting actors before in other movies. Yeah. And, I feel like they just need a bit more screen time and I think they do yeah. really well. Uh, and yeah, I was thinking if Rory McCann's not Goliath, he'd probably be uh, another one of the other gargoyles. Yeah. But generally, I just want um, I just want an introduction of something live action that's, that's uh, a bit darker in tone than a lot of the stuff that Disney's been bringing yeah. out recently with maybe a basis in the medieval side of things. But which, would you do it as a plot as um, kind of reintroducing it from the beginning. So going yeah. back to the original uh, story arc about them, you know, being defenders of the humankind until yeah. uh, until they kind of got stitched over, basically, because we're, as a, as a race, we're arseholes. Yes, yeah, I'd, I'd go from 
uh, I'd almost do a case of the first and final scenes are of them uh, being placed on top of the massive sort of skyscraper which is how they break the curse Um, but basically for the rest of the movie it's 90% set in um, medieval times just introducing who they are what they do and the story of how they got messed over and then you know if it if it takes off then maybe a trilogy because everything's done in trilogies because everything's done in trilogies now yeah and you could get them walking for three films to do something to throw something into into somewhere you know I mean that's (laughs) not been done before ever with people just walking when there's an easier option to take so Mm. who knows they could do Um, okay good yeah by the way (laughs) go and watch the trailer for Gargoyles just it it sent shivers down my spine when I was watching it I was just like oh this is just classic 80s animation it's just brilliant Mm. it's just but you can tell because there's so much detail in it as well you're just like oh that's brilliant but yes so a little bit of music and then we'll be back back to life back to reality back to life back to
Hey! This is Michael Winslow, and you're listening to the Film and TV Show with Richard S. Please press the hash key for more now. That was not the hash key.
Yeah, there you go. So uh, two excellent songs, I think, and I hope you'll agree with me, that, that kind of typify what we're trying to get across here, and it's bringing yeah. stuff back to life. Um, we're going to do a... A little, a uh, little quick fire round robin now. Yeah. Um, where we're going to pick three, and we're just going to do <laughs> one each. So I, I want to go first. Yeah, sure. Right. Galaxy Quest. Yes. I want to do another yeah, Galaxy yeah. Quest. I know we don't have Alan Rickman, but I want to do another Galaxy Quest. Whether it be going back to them, uh, kind of doing like a reboot like they've done with Star Trek, and they do a reboot of the Galaxy Quest TV series, mm. maybe with younger characters, or before. Um, that sort of stuff and kind of go from that way because I think that would be absolutely epic because just, Galaxy Quest was just brilliant. <laughs> which is a whole spin-off movie about Sam Rockwell's character. <laughs> but yeah. Because yeah, that, that would be amazing. Having Galaxy Quest done as a, as a reboot would be amazing. Mm. Uh, I would think going back, doing it like a Star Trek Discovery type thing. Well, um, not as gritty and not but as... But not as uh, gritty and not as, uh, <laughs> and not as uh, continuity errors as, yeah. as, as Discovery. But anyway, so that's my first one. Um, I will uh, redo. Uh, well, not redo. Uh, oof, I'm not. I'm not redoing anything. I'd like to bring back uh, Buffy. Okay. Uh, I think um, it's been a while. Uh, we've not really seen any sort of supernatural. Um, well, there's been a couple of supernatural things going out there on the TV. What, like supernatural? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but uh, it just doesn't seem to have the same sort of flair, the same sort of fun to it. Um, everything's taking itself very seriously, and I. I'd just really like to get back to a sort of uh, teen comedy sort of, uh, you know, fun, uh, having some fun with some, some of the genres out there. Yeah. Even if it's not Buffy, uh, just bring back something with a bit more comedy. But would you do it as a reboot or would you do it as a, as a continuation, maybe slightly in the future now um, with a different Slayer, maybe? Yeah, yeah, that might work. Uh, either uh, bring a new Slayer, uh, the, the ending of Buffy... Um, the series was a bit weird anyway and yeah. there's been um, I don't know really if I can remember that far back but I know there was like thousands of slayers or like all females were slayers at some yeah. point so uh, just sort of reverting it back to one slayer and um, and one watcher and just sort of uh, adapting it for the 21st century so, where you know so, so having a male slayer then yeah yeah why not let's have a male slayer oh no I think they have to be female no but, well, they look Look, look, if they can do yeah. it with the doctor, and <laughs> but know. yeah, like um, just uh, bringing something interesting to it, and having like, um, but back in Buffy times, there was no cell phones, there was no sort of iPads or anything like that. Yeah. So just introducing a bit of fun good. with the uh, fun with modern day. Okay, I would bring back. I, I would. I would do another V. I loved V. I think it was brilliant with the aliens that come down from space. V. Think, think Alien Nation, but really, it was not. It was in early sixties, seventies original, oh, and then they okay. reboot it with um, with that the... chick from Stargate. Yeah, I, th- I was thinking uh, V from Vendetta. Yeah, so. no, no, not V from Vendetta. But yeah, I would basically do that as a kind of continuation. You know, where are they now? Sort of, mm. you know, a few of them survived, a few of them carried on. A bit <laughs> like Alien Nation, which I would also bring back as well because I love Alien Nation. Mm. I think that would, I would totally do Alien Nation, especially with Bright now coming out and kind of reaffirming yeah. that sort of. Um, co-community I think that would be very very good but um, yeah it'd be kind of a, a continuation uh, you know 20, 20 years in the future where are they now sort of thing mm. and uh, they're coming back a bit like in the new uh, Uprising film um, Pacific Ring Uprising that sort of stuff yeah. where they come back again or Independence Day when they come back again <laughs> you know anything where they come back again but we could kind of do that I think that would be good for a TV series anyway so mm. um, my next one would be uh 
well depending on how this han solo movie goes uh goes uh, i would like to redo the prequels please um i the only thing that is we're not doing reboots we're, we're doing we're doing oh. bringing them back to life you can't bring back well, to life shoddy films well anyway. depending on how han solo goes um well we might have to think of uh bringing the entire star wars franchise back to life but uh that's just a jokey one but um for for bringing something back to life that i've not seen in a while um oh this is where i'm getting stumped uh i'd like to see the um, i can't say that because it's uh, there's a movie in production about x-men with the dark phoenix but i'd like to see an x-men tv show that's not that's not like called new mutant uh, new yeah. mutants or anything i just want a standard <clears throat> x-men tv show with a regular cast of good actors that's not relying on any sort of um social media outlets talking about sophie turner here and things like that yeah um because quite frankly i don't think she's strong enough to hold a franchise up by herself uh, i don't think jennifer lawrence was before and um i just want some decent acting with some really good storylines that i know x-men has because mm. it has a plethora of source material yeah uh just for for shits and giggles i'd want to bring back married with children <laughs> Al Bundy, I would love that to come okay. again. Um, you know, married with grandchildren, maybe. Um, you know, you've got uh, Al Bundy and his wife, mm. Peggy, and their kids, and they've got kids. I think that'd be awesome because he was so un-PC that we could do with something like that in, this, in, in, in the world because, obviously, Friends is now getting hammered on social media. Oh, yeah, being, I've heard about so, it. But... For being un-PC and making jokes. It's like, get over it. It's a flipping comedy, for Christ's sake. I think we've really got to take into account that um, certain things like... Uh, friends even like the the old school mel brooks films uh these yeah. are these have to be looked at pers- uh in perspective as yeah. the things at the time that were said was acceptable was acceptable but anyway yeah. but i would bring back married with children just because it's hilarious and have it called mm. married with grandchildren or something because <laughs> i think that'd be hilarious i'm sure i've seen that mooted somewhere but um i absolutely would love that that's me mm. um so yeah so you've got 30 seconds top gun Okay. Yeah, I'd like it. Either. They are doing a new Top Gun film, though. Are they? Yeah, they're doing Top Gun 2. Oh, okay. I didn't... Yeah. That, that's been in the pipeline for ages, though. I thought that was just well, an so Bad Boys myth. 4, but... Well, actually, if if that's open, I'd do a Bad Boys 3, because we've only had two Bad have Boys. Have we? Oh, oh yeah. I've lost count. But, but... yeah, Bad Boys uh, 3 would be cool. Will Smith needs uh, to get back to his grassroots. I think we've talked about this. Yeah. Uh, and Martin Lawrence isn't doing anything, so... <laughs> No. Why not? And uh, it, I think that's probably the strongest uh, set of movies that Michael Bay has ever done. I know it's been mooted that they would, it's supposed to be out this year, but I don't think anything's been done. No script no. has been written. But yeah, I, I'd like to see a Bad Boys 3. I'd like to see a Top Gun 2 come through. Mm. Um, you know, I'd like to see maybe a Ghostbusters 3. With the original, well. With well, with most of the original, original cast. Yeah. Most of the original cast before they all, uh, you know, kick the mortal coil. Mm. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, so that's it. That's another hour up. Fantastic. Done and dusted. It's just kind <laughs> just of... It goes just too fast. goes too fast. We say it every week. So next week, uh, we're going to be doing Sell Me This Pen. So we're going to get people on Twitter to give us a very, very short brief of a film, a title, two actors together, and we're going to yep. have to pitch within three minutes a film for that, and we're going we're gonna to do that. So that's going to be, be interesting. It can be completely abstract or anything you like. Just uh, send it in to us on Twitter, and we'll try and make a movie around it and sell it to each other. Yep, and we've got three minutes in which to do each one. Exactly. So that'll be fun. Um, so that's it. That's going to be next week's show. So make sure you get on uh, onto our Twitter at the FTV show for that and get involved as well. 
Uh, once again, thank you very much. If you are listening on the podcast, you guys are awesome. And for you guys listening out live as well, thank you very, very much. Um, that's it. Another week done. That's our <laughs> resurrected ones. There are hundreds more we could do. Yes. But if you have any, let us know on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and that's it. And I shall see you all again next week. Alex, thank you very much. Thank you. There is one more thing. It's been emotional.